Welcome to Dental Assistant Nation, powered by Ignite DA. This podcast is designed to empower, enlighten, and educate dental assistants, helping them have a more fulfilling career and enjoy their day more. Join us as we tackle some of the hottest topics in dental assisting. Now, here's your host, Ignite DA co-founder, Kevin Henry. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I'm the co-founder of Ignite DA, and so thankful to all of you who have joined us, whether you found us uh, through a search engine or you're subscribed to us on Google Play or Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule to join us today as we talk about a very, very important topic that affects all dental practices and really all dental assistants, and that is infection control. And I've brought along one of the experts in the industry out there, as well as a very dear friend of mine uh, to talk about this today, Leslie Canham. Leslie, how are you? I'm great, Kevin. Thanks so much for inviting me. Absolutely. Glad you could take a few minutes. I know you are all over the place speaking and learning and, and, and understanding the latest that's going on with infection control. And I wondered if you might just take a moment and kind of introduce yourself to our listeners so they know a little bit more about you. Well, of course, uh, I am actually a certified and a registered dental assistant, and I've got uh, close to 47 years of experience in dentistry with the last 20 years uh, conducting training and speaking and and, uh, helping dental teams understand complex regulations like OSHA, HIPAA, and infection prevention. And uh, I actually uh, started out as a dental assistant. My father's a dentist, and and he trained me when I was young to, you know, set up the treatment rooms. And, and then eventually I moved on to seating and greeting patients and taking x-rays. And, and then eventually he taught me how to be a good assistant. And I just loved being an assistant. And uh, as I uh, got older and my father got older, uh, he sold his practice and went on to continue his career from being a general dentist to going on to endodontics. And I had to go and work for someone else. So when I went to work for the new person, they put me in charge of the safety and infection control. And I found that I just loved it. And uh, when you love something, it's not like work at all. So I learned how to um, present this to my own dental team that uh, in the practice where I worked. They thought it was a pretty good presentation, so they recommended me to other dentists. And so uh, that's about a 20-year history of providing OSHA and infection training to uh, to dental teams and helping them to simplify the process. Well, and, and so thankful for everything you do to help assistants. And I know that our assistants love to hear from people who have been there, done that, and you've walked in their shoes. So, uh, you know, and one thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is how assistants can really embrace the infection control part of the practice and kind of become that fearless leader of the practice whenever it comes to infection control. and would love some of your ideas on how to make that happen. Well, you know, Kevin, according to a survey conducted by the Dental Assisting National Board, um, infection control almost always falls on the shoulders of the dental assistant in the practice. While the dentist is, of course, responsible for everything that happens under their roof, it's important, though, for dental assistants to to step up to the plate and to grab the resources that are available to help them understand 
their role and their responsibilities. And, uh, you know, someone's got to be in charge of infection control. And it's an ideal position for somebody who is a dental assistant. Now, of course, you've got to have the time. Uh, so, you know, hopefully the employer will allocate extra time for you to be able to take on that role. You've got to have the resources. And uh, that's where I'm uh, today going to hopefully provide enough resources for dental assistants so they can really feel competent about embracing this role of infection control coordinator. So that, the first reason, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, please, because I was just going to say, because I've seen so often that dental assistants ask each other on Facebook what, what they should be doing. And, and some of the information I've seen, I kind of dropped my jaw about. So I'm really glad you're providing some solid resources for our assistants today. Well, my number one resource for dental assistants, anybody in dentistry, uh, if you're going to be in charge of infection control and OSHA, uh, shave learn years off your learning curve by joining OSAP, the Organization for Safety Asepsis and Prevention. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not expensive to join. I believe the membership is uh, somewhere around 125 or so dollars. And it allows a dental assistant to be able to peruse the website look at the frequently asked questions, access resources, and uh, really to help them with any question they might have as they're uh, taking this role of infection control coordinator and putting it into action. So that's my first most valuable resource. It's what got me into the position I am of feeling confident that I could indeed uh, uh, run an infection control program, or even speak about infection control to audiences. Mm -hmm. the, ne the next best resource I have is the CDC website, Centers for Disease Control, and uh, they have created a fabulous publication called uh, uh, the CDC Checklist. And it's actually a publication that has uh, it's not taken a place of the CDC guidelines from 2003, but it is a companion summary of the uh, 2003 Infection Prevention Practices for Dental Settings, and it's called Basic Expectations for Safe Dental Care. Now, the beauty of this document is that it's, it's a 44-page document, so it's not huge. It's, the print is rather large, uh, as opposed to the other CDC document from 2003, where the print was tiny and, and it was a little bit overwhelming to read, and it highlights key points summarizes things so that uh, you can very easily, in about an hour, read through the first part of this summary of infection prevention practices and get a good handle on what it is that, that you should be looking for for infection control in a dental setting. Now, the other part of this wonderful publication, uh, the second half of it is actually a checklist that is uh, set up so you can go through your practice and answer yes or no questions about infection control. And it makes things so easy because uh, it gives the particular uh, area to look at. Like for example, with direct observation, how hard would it be for the infection control coordinator to go through the practice and observe hand hygiene? So while that's, uh, you know, it seems like a pretty simple thing, everybody in dentistry should be washing their hands, but they, they've listed out about six different aspects of 
washing hands. And, you know, one of those is uh, before and after glove use. So uh, sometimes we don't wash our hands after wearing gloves because we feel confident that the gloves are protecting us 100%. And of course, that's not always the case. So dental assistants can use this direct observation to observe hand hygiene, to observe personal protective equipment. If it's used properly, Uh, they can go through and see if sharps are handled appropriately and and uh, look at other parts of the practice where it comes to sterilization and disinfection. They don't have to know what to look for because the checklist guides them through the questions. So uh, anyone can be in charge of infection control, even someone with a minimal amount of experience in the dental field. So, Leslie, let me ask you, if, if an assistant sees something going on that needs to be corrected, what are some tips maybe that you could give to him or her to kind of have the, the backbone to say something? Okay, well, here I'm glad you asked that question, Kevin, because it's important for the employer to deputize that dental assistant and mm-hmm. give that person the authority to speak up. In hospitals, they give the nurses, uh, uh, surgical room nurses and other personnel, the authority to speak up to the surgeons when they see something that's not right and, and to do it without fear of repercussion or reprimand. And so in a dental setting, it's the same thing. If a dental assistant is made aware of somebody maybe not sterilizing instruments appropriately, that person needs to be able to approach uh, the team and say, look, I'm finding instruments that have debris on them, or I'm finding compromised packaging. This is a serious infection control violation that could jeopardize patient safety. So uh, it, it does take a little, you got to have some guts to be able nah. to say that. But the other side of that is that the dentist employer needs to have everybody be willing to take that kind of criticism, constructive criticism, and to thank the dental assistant for bringing it to their attention. Very mm-hmm. important. Absolutely. And, you know, as a... uh <laughs> A patient, you know, I want to go into the practice knowing that I'm going to be safe and that everything's being followed along. And, you know, if you think about it, we want all of our family members, we want all of our friends to feel safe and be safe every time they go into the practice. So this is so very important. And, you know, that that safety uh, that you feel as a patient in the chair comes because you see the team operating efficiently. You see them moving confidently. And mm-hmm. you see them uh, performing their tasks using the right personal protective equipment. And uh, you, you said there's just an image and, and a feeling. It's almost, I want to say, like an aura of confidence. And when the team is confident and they know they're doing the right things, they're doing, they're providing the safest dental care they can, I, I believe that the patients absolutely pick up on that. And not only do they feel safer as a patient in the doctor's care, but they tell their friends about it. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I have actually been in a practice where they give new patients a tour of their sterilization center just to talk to them a little bit about infection control and preventing anything. And so I, I think that it can be a great marketing tool as well. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Uh, I, I love that idea. In fact, myself as a patient in an outpatient surgical setting for an elective procedure, I asked to see the sterilization room 
and oh, nice. uh, they gave me a tour and I said, you know, this, this, this measures up. Uh, I don't mind being uh, out and, and under the knife in your setting. I feel safe. Very cool. Well, and, and Leslie, this is obviously something we could talk about for hours, but I'm going to try to keep it short just for our, our listeners. But I know they may have some follow-up questions or want to ask you something about what you mentioned today. What's a good way for them to get a hold of you or to reach you if they want to follow up on something? Oh, I would love questions. And uh, my best contact would be through my website, which is www.lesliecanum.com. It's spelled L-E-S-L-I-E at L-E-S-L-I-E-C-A-N-H-A-M. That's like canham.com. And, and I will once again say this, Leslie is one of the people out in the industry that I know anytime I've got a question, anytime that something breaks about uh, an infection control violation that's happening somewhere, I can always go to her and say, what do you think? And her expert analysis is so tremendous. So I so appreciate you being on today with us, Leslie. Thanks for uh, sharing some ideas. And I know that uh, this there's a lot of follow-up still to come about this. Well, fantastic, Kevin. Thanks a lot and have a wonderful rest of your year. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. We are working with some of the best consultants in the industry to bring you the information that you need. Make sure that you're looking back on our past episodes to find uh, information on working better with your patients, marketing, salary information, so many things that we're talking about because we believe that you are a rock star. We believe that you make a difference every day in the practice. And whenever you have infection control knowledge that you need, you can be a better assistant because together we rise and together we make a difference in the lives of our patients. Thanks for listening. Because together we rise.